podcast where we discuss the films that we feel are underrated, underappreciated, or have just slipped under the radar and passed most people by. The show is a collaboration of friends and podcasters comprised of Alan and Fred Torres. What up, what up? What up District 6. Errol Ortiz. From Nerd Incorporated. And Hi. myself, Derek McDuff. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Dread, a 2012 film directed by Pete Travis and written by Alex Garland. Based on the comic 2080, starring Carl Urban and Olivia Thurby. Critically, the movie was more or less well-received with a Rotten Tomato score of 78, but the film was a financial failure, uh, not making its budget back. So, uh, what'd you guys think of this movie? Who's gonna go first? Yeah, it's definitely um, a pretty okay uh, movie, especially for, like, in the early like I mean, twenty twelve. <clears throat> I feel like it. It, it it's Wait, a. What do, you it's mean, a what do you mean by like by by twenty twelve? That's the same year Avengers came out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like you, I mean, you're not dealing Iron with. We're not Batman, and you know, two only Batman movies at that point. Yeah, but for like a a character that's very not well. I mean, known except for the Sylvester Stallone movie from. Um, yeah. Um, um, whoa. Whoa. All right, we got that out of the way. All right. Um, oh, it's, <laughs> it's coming. That's all I was here for. All right, later, guys. But yeah, it's kind of like, like in that sense, it's still it was still unknown for a character, and I feel that's probably what dealt. It's kind of like um, dealt itself a blow. When no, but like I asked, do you think those uh, characters are greedy and lazy? I think they're mentally irregular. You Adrian. Forget about it. But yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. It was a it was a really good movie to follow and and it knew where it was going and it was kind of like it was kind of like an escape from Chinatown kind of situation and I like that or not escape, escape from, from Chinatown, Chinatown. no trouble in China? Tra- build trouble in China Chinatown I was That's like it. escape from Chinatown uh, yeah. it's, 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 I don't know it's, why it's a sequel to Two Jakes it's the third in the Chinatown I, I, I imagine yeah I immediately just imagine Jack Nicholson trying to run away from like I'm that wizard back. thing all right and I gotta get out of Chinatown again. <laughs> But it was a really fun, fun action movie. Yeah, definitely. That's a good way to put it. It's just like it's a super fun, violent, great action movie. I don't know, Alan or Fred. What do you guys? You know, I, I agree. It was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. It reminded me. of, What was that one? Uh, 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 Die Hard. Was it like Chinese or Korean movie? You know where they're in a in a. Oh, the raid. The raid, kind of like that, yeah. where they're in a building, they gotta escape down. Those movies are always fun. I mean, it's just like solid action. It's just solid action, I and mean, that's the thing. Like, if you're if you want a solid action movie. This is your jam. I mean, if you really wanted some kind of like heartfelt uh, meaning and stuff, don't don't look for this. Yeah. This is action. I might have something to say on that, but well, no, I mean it has something. But I'm saying like if you're if you're looking for the Notebook, this ain't your jam. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying like yeah. that's what I'm yeah. trying to say. Like if you're really trying to find some super big, no, you know what this is? It's, it's got its its points. Like any action movie, it's got it's got some drama. It's got a little bit of suspense because you're like, oh man, the building. What are we gonna do? But then it's got all that damn action that you want. And that's what sells it, and in my opinion, obviously, you know, we're in a different time now. People aren't as big into action movies like they were back in the day. Because this reminds me of the old action. You movies. know what it just reminded me of right now is the Warriors. The Last Action Hero. Oh, I fucking love oh I'm the sorry. The Warriors. Where the Last Action Hero. The Donald Schwarzenegger. They're nothing alike, yeah, but not, I, 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 I like your answer. <laughs> yeah, <thank laughs> but yeah, it's, like, it's a good movie. <laughs> that's what I'm just saying. They're good movies. 
I'm not yeah. trying to bring any correlation other than it's a good yeah. movie. But Just like Jingle All the Way, also a good movie. I, uh-huh. I'm still waiting on Jingle All the Way too. Enough Terminator movies, more Jingle All the Way movies. That's, that's what I'm right. saying. The Judgment, yeah. Judgment Day. But yeah. uh, Jingle All the Way, uh, Jingle This. Yeah, but Jingle All the Way. Bring back Jake Lloyd. Bring back Tom Arnold as a CGI, like they did with Grandma Tarkin. Uh, why? Back, why uh, CGI? Sinbad. I don't understand. Because he, he died. Tom Arnold died. He died like 20 years ago. No. What? I thought he was dead. Like a while ago. No, did he? Like ten, like, he died a long ass time. I was pretty young when he died. I was like a teenager. I'm not going to lie, I never cared for him, so I just <laughs> assumed. Really? Just, but yeah, we got to bring him back. Uh, stuff. He's... No, no. What? Yeah. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> so, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Uh, man's still alive. Yeah, That's I told you. you. I knew it because you guys talked and no, said this yesterday when no, we were having because yeah, we were in the group him, chat. So no, because died. he just Wait. came out with like a Trump style. He's like, very blue jeans. Who you can't kill very blue jeans. He's a freaking. Um, oh my god! Are you thinking about uh, what's his name? That, Tom Hardy. No, no, no. The oh. guy who because uh, they were around the same time in the nineties. You're thinking about what's his name? He he his wife was like on yes. drugs yes. and then Andy Dick told her fuck you get back on drugs and then she killed oh Phil Hartman Phil, Phil Hartman that's Phil Hartman. Yeah. Phil Hartman. yeah no 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 those motherfuckers look alike they, they do I'll give you that they, they kind of do look alike is that really well what not anymore because one of them's been dead for 20 years okay. so I said they I did so one's way slimmer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no yeah f- uh, f- uh, Phil Hartman's wife was like super like drug addict and then yeah we don't uh, we don't but anyways yeah, I think she might have taken that same will. drug called slow-mo oh maybe that's oh, what it around. was but anyways Cersei um, Lannister's been slinging that slow-mo exactly that, that's who he was married to Xerxes no Xerxes Cer- <laughs> Xerxes yes Xerxes Lannister <laughs> yeah he, like after right right, 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 right before Xerxes by Zack Snyder yeah right before he, he he killed Phil Hartman he's like I'm a generous god <laughs> but anyways not um I liked the hell a lot of this movie. I really enjoyed it. Because I'm not going to lie, like, right now we're kind of going through, like, a superhero um, fatigue. Like, I'm not going to lie, we have a lot of superheroes. Oh, I'm sorry, wait, what? who's fatigued? I am, kind Steven of, Spielberg? but anyways. Steven Spielberg? But, I mean, I'm who not... Who fucks that? Some guy who doesn't like Netflix or superheroes or anything. That's what I said. Right now. But wants yeah. a Halo movie. But he wants a Halo yeah, movie, and he it. made a massive video game movie. Yeah. With yeah. a ton of references. But Even though video games aren't art, according to him. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, no, I, I okay. love Spielberg, but my, my man is, is disconnected from Man's not hot, is what's He's, the problem. Yeah. It's not hot. No, but I think what I liked about it is that nowadays, like, with superhero movies, they're always the same thing. It's like, it's, we gotta get the origin in, and da 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 da. They gotta do all these things. Like, all these new superheroes that keep coming in, it's a, it's an origin story, origin story, origin story. What I liked about Dread was they kind of said, fuck that. Let's get that out of the window. Let, yeah. Let's throw that out the window, and let's do a day in the life. Like, I'm not going to lie, I, I would love to see a movie with, like, Batman or Spider-Man, just a day in the life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. No origin, just get straight to the action. That's why the, the yeah. recent Spider-Man movie was so yeah. good. That was a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't need to give him an origin. He came out of Civil War and was oh, like... Oh, because we haven't fucking seen Spider-Man no, no, but 50 I'm, billion yeah, but I'm times. Saying, like, you said yeah. a day in the life, but, like, yeah. the or- in Spider-Man oh, Civil lack War, of he was just like, story. here's Spider-Man. I and think that's... No, 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 I'm saying a movie just specifically one character. That's Civil War. Yeah, no, but the spider Yeah, Homecoming. Homecoming, they didn't tell you again. They just kind of continued again. No, but I'm saying a day in the life. Like, like just just takes taking place, place yeah, on just one, one event. Where it's just like he's yeah. Spider-Man: Homecoming oh, takes place over nah, a I'm, matter of like I mean, it's a massive. I, I, plot. I get your opinion. Yeah, no, but I'm a counter with my opinion. I don't okay. think so. Yeah, okay. no, and I think that will actually be the trend um, going forward on a lot of uh, superhero movies or comic book movies are going to be just like throwing it, throwing you in the deep end of things yeah. because it's like 
you like they became they became a superhero. Let's move on, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, we like, do still get that uh, character that's like you know the audience surrogate. You know, was it uh, so, the psychic chick, right? Yeah, the psychic chick, uh, Anderson. She's very much you know the kind of fish out of water character who's like she is like okay there is this world or whatever, and we do get a little bit of like voiceover in the beginning from Judge Dredd, played by Carl Urban, who's the the geek god. You know, dude's been in Lord of the Rings, Star Trek, Dread, Thor. I would call him, like, a low-key geek god. Like, yeah. he's just, like, there, right, and, like, you don't realize it until, like, you actually look back at him kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Mark right? Strong? No. That, that one that one dude who was, who was, who was like, the mag- magician. Mark whatever. Strong? Oh, that him? Yeah, he's, he's, he's low-key. Like, he's, like the, he's the he's one who bridges, he, he bridges dimensions. No, everywhere. but he because he, no, he's in a lot of, like, was, uh, uh, pop culture. Oh, the wizard. He's been in yeah, the wizard. thing too. Oh, the wizard. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, the wizard, because he was From Captain Marvel. No. Captain Marvel? He was in Captain Marvel. He, he was, yeah, Shazam. You're not wrong. Yeah, he Captain it is Captain Marvel. Marvel. Shazam. Yeah. Shazam. He, oh, he was like an alien. He was one of the scrolls, I think. Yeah. The, then, the no, one no, no, in... No, um, he was the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy where he's like... No, but he was Star also in Guardians Ooh. of the Galaxy. Oh, no, but no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He was in that. He he's was in, in both he's of them. The I always character. know him from... Uh, I was thinking of uh, Gladiator when I see that dude. He's been in like a bunch of different superheroes and different things. John Monhansu, I think, is his name. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but... God bless you. But honestly, like, I fucking, like, really like this movie. Like, I was just, like, when we were starting this podcast and we were trying to think of, like, what are we going to be some of the first movies we got to do, I was like, got to do Dread. Because that's a movie that's, like, it's just, like, this. it's short. It's, like, 93 minutes long. It was really quick, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just, like, here's, like, Alan was saying, just chunk, slice of life. It's not this great, grand-scale, epic thing. It's, like, all right, we're in this. It's very diehard. We're, like, they're in this place. They've got to stop something. You know, you get the point-of-view character. And there's there is character growth. It's very subtle at the beginning. You know, you've got Dread, and he's just like, oh, she failed chess. He's like so absolute. Like that means she failed. Like Dread is very much just like a lawful neutral character. The law is all that matters. It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. There's no gray areas. Like I'm just gonna execute you if you like break this part of the law. That's the punishment. If she, even though she's a psychic, we need her. She didn't. Fa- she failed. So should I have her? But the end of the movie. She fails. She says, I'm the one who failed. Here's my gun. And he's just like, they're like, oh, did she pass? And he's like, she passed. You know, he, he does grow as a character over the course of the movie, even though it's very subtle. And that's what I, I, would, I like that kind of like subtle character development because it's not like there's not a big scene where Dredd's like, hey, rookie. And he like tosses the badge mm-hmm. and it's just like, stay cool out there. You pat like he just like tells the boss. And he needs like, to throw her no. a Coke. That's the problem. <laughs> a bottle of Coke and be like. You deserve this one. No, he goes. You did. No, he goes. You deserve this one, Kato. And then, like, he pops the bottle and he hands it to her. Like the bottle And it pops up. It pops up. Share a coke. Yeah, and then everybody goes off happy. And you're like, man, this movie. That movie would have made. It would have been profitable if it would have had the product placement. Product placement from Coke. Yeah, they would have been like, well, we're gonna give you fat cash, and they would have been like, thank you. Yeah, that would have dread too. Great in overseas, you know. But I think in that sense, yeah. Oh, sorry. They go and share some uh, some uh, McDonald's. I think in that, in that <laughs> sense, it's actually kind of like an interesting twist on like you know the regular tropes where you don't get character development on your main character. You get character this character the character development of a story on this this rookie. She she has a lot more because, character development than Dread for sure. Oh, Dread Dread stays the same, no, no, but does, you like, do. I'm just saying he does yeah, he grow a, a subtle, little bit. It's very subtle. subtle yeah. But he oh does, yeah. And I think that's like the point of the movie is just Got like. Between, uh, with Robin, he's like, oh, I'm always mean to you, but at the end, you were a good boy. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're a good soldier. But, no, um, but uh, one of my biggest things that I appreciated mm-hmm. about this movie, he never takes a mask off. Exactly. I fucking exactly. love that. He's I, just, you just see, like, his, you don't have, like, a moment. Just the scowl. Like, yeah, because that's dread. He's just, like, the stoic, like. Listen, if it's Sylvester Stallone, though, I want that mask off. Yeah, he he's does a cutie. It. 
He does. He's it. a cutie, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But there's that, that great scene in the beginning when she's like reading his mind. She's like, "There's something deeper," and it's just like, and they're like, "Okay, that's good." We're no, good. no, no. When she reads it, she's like, "There's something deeper," and then it flashes in, and it's over. So it's just a lot. She's like, "Oh fuck!" Oh no, I went too deep. Oh, that's too much. And it's just like, she looks at him scowling. and he says, "You're greedy. You're lazy." You're mentally irregular. You can't be doing that. Taco Bell's <laughs> the only company left in the future. Wesley Snipes, come Fuck on. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, what is it? Uh, what's that Demolition Man? Demolition Man's a shit. Every one of us is expendable, you know what I'm saying? Expendables 1 through 3, you know what I mean? Hey, well, that's expendable. See you in a few years. Yeah. No, but, um, yeah, because I feel like, oh my god, what I hated. I love the Power Rangers movie that came out recently. Mm-hmm. What's another episode we're going to do? Ah, uh, you, mm-hmm. can't, you can't be bringing it no, up. No, no, no. Uh-huh. The one thing, the one thing I'm going to say is. Uh-huh. It bothered me for that. They didn't movie. have that sick music. That that, but they never. They always took their mask off. Like you get to see the Power Rangers finally mm-hmm. fully suited up. Like they fight the putties for like two minutes, and then they get in the Zords, and then and bam, the, yeah. the, the masks, masks are, are off. off. And I'm like, get that weird shit out of here. Well, see, the thing is that um, a lot of superhero movies do this because it's hard to show emotions with the mask, and that's usually like a detraction. That's why like. They changed Spider-Man's eyes and they wanted to have like be mechanical. that makes sense and yeah. that I appreciate in, like, that the, I actually the appreciate. comics and like the old like his eye, they would just draw his eyes different shapes and stuff you can't really do that very well in film but this one like the fact that he's so like the the mask doesn't show any emotions is a positive rather mm-hmm. than a detraction so it really fucking works in this movie yeah it's just you know great action like very just straightforward and I love that it, it has you question these morals like in horrible like society where just the law is like the only order and like everything else is just like madness like it's almost impossible to not be a horrible person like even the other judges are just selling out anderson is like doing her best to be good and she knows she's fucked up and she's not gonna you know pass this or so she thinks because she lost her weapon but she still is doing her best and she has that whole like trump tragic moment where after she shoots the guy dread's like shoot him she's like well he's just on the ground and she's he's like just do it it's the law and she's <laughs> like okay and then like she goes and sees his apartment and sees his baby mama and his baby later and she has this kind of moment, and that's what it's about. It's like finding what's right in a situation where everything seems wrong. It's like when you go to the stores during Black Friday, and everybody's getting trampled on, but you reach out and you get that PS4 that you wanted real cheap. So <laughs> it makes it all worth it. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's like that. Yeah, like everybody in this movie, by the way, all the actors—they're fucking incredible. Carl Urban is just so just stoic, and he—he he, killed. Like his voice was just wrecked at by the end of the movie because he like kept having to do this like. Gravelly like, like we got no like Nolan Batman s kind of like grumble, and Olivia Thurby, um, she's really good. She's from Juno. Um, she's like the friend in Juno. She's been a lot of stuff. I think she's really good. And you've got Cersei Lannister. Um, Who? Yeah, like uh, can we go Lena, to her? Lena Headley. I yeah. Think her name. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can we go to her character? Yes. Now? Yeah. Let's talk about Mama. Yeah. So like, it, it, I found like that story kind of like interesting. Like. Mm-hmm. You kind of feel bad for her yeah, coming she, from that, she's very but sympathetic. so yeah, so it kind of like it. it, it that's a, another thing through her. This movie kind of has become like became kind of like a a movie of like, well, anybody could become yeah. this bad person. She was like, she was a prostitute it's just, who got her face cut yeah. up by a pimp, and that, it, like going back to mm-hmm. anybody under the right consequences or the yeah. wrong consequences can become something yeah. else. I think that ties into that whole moral ambiguity thing. Like she's like pretty much almost had no choice but to just be like. To only to survive, she needed to basically be this evil and be this ruthless, and she's just like killing an entire floor of people just to get to the judge, and that's what everybody like fights the system in their own way. Whereas Drudge, she just goes up like complete like law. That's it. You know, you have her just like I'm gonna go the opposite way and just be kind of chaos and like I'm gonna take control with my evil. And then Anderson's the one in the middle who's like 
but what's really what you know do I really need to do what's morally correct here and in this world it's a hard line to walk and if you go too far in either direction you'll either be dread or you'll be mama pretty much yeah yeah and also, and I forget that guy's name, uh, that the other actor's name, but um, the guy who's like mama's like lieutenant who gets his hand blown off, he's fucking great too. Yeah, and then we have Dom Dom Gleason. Oh, Dom Gleason's in this. Yeah, yeah. I was like it's so surprised. Little, I was like, the, like dude. man, this man's a no. <laughs> like, uh, it, it was for his second. Out. Oh no, he gets Damn, his eyes little, pushed in. Oh yeah, yeah. But you they have they don't. Eyes and you have the flashback. Well, does he have fake eyes? Yeah. Oh. They're like robot eyes. Oh. That's why they're like so big. They're like robot eyes, and he can like oh. kind of see everything. Yeah. Mama, yeah, yeah. You, that, and you have that flashback where you see his mama like crush his eyes. Yeah, crush Wood, his eyes. Wood Harris is K, by the way, is the guy I was talking about before. But yeah. Um, but no, yeah, yeah. like with Dominic Gleason, it oh, took really? me a second to like. Yeah, I didn't even cause... really realize it until like afterwards, and I saw the credits. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. That's that's us. That's our boy. Um, what's his name? Hux. Hux, yeah, yeah. General Hux, and then um, Bill Bill Weasley yeah, and all that. Yeah. He's, yeah, and he's the son of um, the fuck robot from Black Mirror. I didn't see that episode, but it was okay. Great, him yeah. and uh, Agent Carter. She's like it's a, a robot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard of it. I need to watch it. But no, yeah, because it, it was her husband, and then she got a, she died and stuff like that. But yeah, but yeah, it was like a, it was an interesting group of characters. I mean, like yeah. uh, really good actors, and mm-hmm. like you know who have so so since like got on to like other things you know like game of yeah. thrones star wars because yeah, i was Potter. like 2012 so i've been like a year into game of thrones so it was pretty early on mm-hmm. and people were dying left and right in game of thrones so it's, you know she probably she didn't know she had a steady job in a couple of years mm-hmm. I, I just i just really love carl Urban in this movie just like like every movie that he's in he's so like he's so different but he's always just like the hero for the nerd he's very yeah he's very this shows more that he's like a very transformative like um character actor mm-hmm. you know because with thor ragnarok you have him being like that bro character that like likes all his stuff look at my stuff look at my yeah. stuff, kind of thing and like with the Visited duel all the realms yeah behold yeah my stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly that was a fucking great line and then, um, and then you know, like the nonsensical science man of of uh, Star Trek. You know, I'm a doctor, God, Jim. God damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor, not not a equestrian writer, or like whatever the fuck you might say. Yeah, exactly. Damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor. I'm not a physician. Yeah. We're like what? <laughs> we should bring up. A, I I just came up with another movie that might be underrated that has Carl Urban as um, Red. He was really good in Is Red. It? Red? Red? Like the movie with like oh, the old people. The like, old it's like, it's like, hey, what if old people old were action secret. stars? They, no, it's a really freaking good movie. Alright. I will bring that. I We should put that on the list. I definitely need to watch it. Because I got a sequel, so it has to have been good. The sequel this is pretty okay. And it was really I don't good. think yeah. it would. I, I mean, well, it, it, especially since it went yeah, like it, under the radar. Yeah, it went, well, it, uh, it the went budget do, it was, went double platinum in Canada. Yeah, the budget was probably about, it looks as 30 to 45 million. And it made only forty one point five, so it looks like it didn't make its budget back. And that's before you even you you pretty much have to double the budget to uh, when you think about like advertising and all that. So it lost a shit ton of money. I, I have some theories, but why do you guys think that it did so poorly at the box office? Marketing. Yeah, marketing. It has to have been marketing. Marketing. What time? What time did it come out? Twenty twelve. Yeah, but like what around what month? Um, do we know like what movies surrounded it? It. No, it didn't have a ton of competition. What, what, what was the it was astrology? The Saw movie came out at the same time. What what was Mercury and retrograde? <laughs> is that why? 
Well, no, I'll tell you this. Uh, it, it came out July. Yeah, I bet you a lot of people saw. Oh Star no, that was a long Comic Con. It came out September, so it was came out like it's only real competition was Saw. But I think honestly, the the, Saw. Real, the real reason that it uh, did so poorly is because people were just like they didn't really know what it was. They were like, oh, is this? A, they thought it was like a sequel to like the Sylvester Stallone yeah. one. Mm-hmm. That's what the thing was. It's Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. It caused a little bit of damage to his own, uh, to his own, you know, because you know you, you see the franchise before and you go, yeah. well, I've seen Judge Dredd and I gotta think, I already know what it's gonna be about and so why do I want to go watch it again? No, I, I think it was mostly because of marketing, and then the people probably didn't get it. Because, like, around that time, we're getting the Avengers. Mm-hmm. You know, there's Iron Man, Thor, Captain America. All those characters are, like, huge. So people probably thought, oh, everybody... I, I like to think that a lot of... There's a lot of cynical people. Mm-hmm. And when they look at stuff like that, they immediately just go, oh, there's a Judge Dredd movie? Mm-hmm. Wow, they're just milking it. Well, yeah. Like, it. I'm not gonna but, and yeah. then also, I think at that point, like... At that point, the the whole um, Sylvester Stallone version of the movie has had become kind of like a that was a all meme. people knew. That's all kind people like knew a, was a, yeah. They just yeah, knew, but uh, it's become I all. that's yeah. all people knew. And that's Dread. why it, it became a that's meme. That's all I knew really about Dread before I saw this movie. Yeah, and then that's the point. It became Wait, a meme. So like, I never saw Sylvester Stallone. Oh, that movie was so fucking good. I saw it. No, it was good at its time. Like that's at the thing. its time, yeah. A lot of these, yeah. A lot of these movies, movie. you're gonna look at it and go, "Oh, they're so cheesy." But when I saw it, I was really young. And uh, at its time, it was such a damn good movie. It's like the original RoboCop. It's I do love no the original well, RoboCop, RoboCop holds still. Up. Well, RoboCop no, no, no. Holds yeah, yeah, up. but no. But I'm saying like if you were to put it to let's say a younger generation, not us who've seen it, they're probably gonna say, hey, maybe I am a younger generation for RoboCop. That came out way before. I and they literally well, yeah, remade yeah. it. But okay, and how did they remake it? Not that great. Uh, okay, it's that's cause, what I'm saying. Because they turned it to PG-13. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, no, it took away the whole point of it. It's like yeah. ultraviolence. Yeah, it was and that's to be why like Dread a, is so good too. Is because of the ultraviolence. It's just like. And that's, I think, another thing that hurt it. It's just, like, in, that movie is really fucking violent. And it, like, contrasts the violence with all the, like, the violence that's going on is, when, especially the scenes that are in slow-mo, the imagery is really beautiful. It's and, it's be- yeah. and the things you're seeing, the images are really horrific, even though they're shot in a very beautiful way. And I think that turned a lot of people off, and it turned a lot of people off that, like, this was, like, a hard R movie. Like, this was, like, before Deadpool. It was before uh, Logan. Those are, like, R movies that are, like, Logan's pretty violent. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's, it's, it's about... That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. This is, like, way beyond yeah, This is, like, a saying. hard R. Just like, for violence. Yeah. Like, yeah. at least with the other ones that you well, mentioned, violence, it had nudity. it has story, though. So it kind of, like, you... Like, like Deadpool, Deadpool has Deadpool, violence, but it's joking. And then Logan... Logan has violence, but it but, follows a story with yeah, its but, violence. It's not just violence for violence's sake. Yeah, the thing about... either, though. Well, but, I mean, they're, like... But the, it it's just little, the story it didn't, little, didn't little, yeah. keep yeah, but you up. Have to also, I mean, it didn't you equate, to think you know, about the violence. That, like, I, don't, I don't agree with that. This movie needed to be that this violent. It's oh, no, harsh, no, no. It should. World. But it would have benefited more if, with that good violence, it was a more structured, more like... Um, engaging story. Like shoot the guy, but don't like. Wait, are you saying the dread didn't have an engaging story? It or? did have a ga- an engaging story, and but it just wasn't acted. I mean, I feel like it was. It's kind of. It's not. It didn't grasp me well, as much well, as it should. No, I, I, I thought it was. A I felt like it story, was. It's a, yeah. Simple. But I think a simple is fine. Like it doesn't. I like complex stories, but I, simple stories can also be good. And I think that if you have an overly complex story, with this it's this one. It was a simple story, and it worked for this. Like because it gets you in this world it's a very character driven story more than anything else character and like you are in this kind of like strange world and it's just like i was saying just a slice of life it doesn't need to be this crazy overarching thing and which, I, I think it works really to which in a way that might have been its problem too because yeah. again 
I'm tired of seeing origin movies because I've seen them all my life. The regular fan, like regular average viewer, might be like, "I don't know what's going on. Who is Judge Dredd? What is he doing?" And And again, word of mouth. It might be word of mouth where people go, "Is Dredd like a super popular comic book that people are going to pick up?" It's popular in Britain and the UK, of course. But no, I'm saying like here, like for an average Joe to be like, because you know, if it's not Spider-Man or it's not Batman or like you know the top tier characters a lot of the time because well, our uh, movies always have a lot like trouble making money that's why you, so many like movies like we were just talking about the expendables the first two are R, they made the third one pg-13 to try and make some more money are you fucking kidding me they yeah. did yeah. wow that was stupid i haven't yeah, seen but they actually lost a lot of money no. they're really bad they're all really bad mm-hmm. oh the first one's pretty fun mm-hmm. i still remember <laughs> the, uh, the first one came out same day as scott pilgrim and, and everybody scott went pilgrim to scott pilgrim was bombed fucking and it was amazing one of the best movies but but it's the same thing that that not a lot of people know what Scott Pilgrim is. Yeah, like exactly. Outside, that was t- like outside yeah. of the big thing, but people know who Sylvester Stallone is, mm-hmm. exactly. who those old action yeah. stars are, and so that's gonna be a better sell. Yeah, you just put like you don't have anyone on the poster. It just says Dread, and it's like a guy in a mask. You don't know yeah. who doesn't yeah. have any star power. Yeah, and Carl Urban is not really that well known. Like I said, he's like the underground. He's like that geek. Yeah, well, God, that's, that's said, under the radar. Yeah, that's why Stallone keeps taking his mask off in the Stallone movie. Yeah, because you got to because see yeah, you need it's the like star power. Essentially, the things that we liked about Dread, average moviegoers don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't see it, his face. You don't know who he well, is. Here's, a day in the life. Yeah, and then maybe the slow mo got tired. No, because you get Iron Man suit, but at the same time, you also get Tony Stark's face. Yeah, where you see the like gauge what he sees. So it's not just gratuitously showing you his face. But you'll see it like on the inside yeah, of all the, the gauges. Yeah. But you also get the but you also get Robert face. Downey Jr. Exactly. Charisma. And that's how they found that's how they so. found a way to do it right. Where you'll see the suit flying, but then you'll see his face. But it's not mm-hmm. just the mask coming off in the middle of a fight. No, it's his face on the inside, yeah. looking at all the all the dials and all yeah. this. Jarvis, help me out here. Yeah, and it's, mm-hmm. so you get the face, you see Tony Stark, and then it goes back to the to the suit, and it goes back and forth and back and forth. So you get that what they did in Dread. Yeah. Without having to do it now. They could have done it here, maybe where the visor goes up and down when he talks. No, God, no, 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 no. I'm not saying I know, that it could have been. For regular yeah. yeah, no, no. I just for regular yeah, movies. I'm, I'm saying yeah. without taking the whole. Yeah, they could have dumped it down and I made mean, a lot I of mean, more money. They could have done something. Exactly. And I'm glad they didn't. No, you know? I no, but you know what? Like that's the thing, though. Like, uh, uh, I'm not saying that the action could, had to stop or not. Like they could have had the same action, but sometimes you do need to give a, a little something to the people if you want to make that money. And if you don't, I mean, it's cool. But you're never gonna get another sequel. You're never gonna see them make. The thing is. With a lot of these movies, is you want them to succeed decent. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't want them to go over the top or whatever, but you want them to succeed decently because if they don't succeed, you don't get another dread. So Logan did well. You're gonna well, get other R movies because it, it'll be a while before you get another movie. We like might that. be getting another dread, not in the same format though. There's been talks about uh, dread TV Netflix show? TV show, and yeah. Carl Urban seems on board. It's <coughs> gonna be called like uh, Dread Mega City. Yeah, but you know, like you know why they do well because you had Marvel come out and do well on their series on the Netflix and other TV shows with like violence and you know a little mm-hmm. bit better stuff. I think it's just kind of aged and it, over and the does, years because it has this reputation among people thing, like us. Because the thing like, is like, this is a okay, good look, movie. but you DC, get more engagement no, in a TV. show. Well, no, because what I'm trying to tell you is this: simple. not necessarily. I mean, a lo- like a lot of people connection no, to the character. What I'm trying to say is a lot of people when you watch like Batman v Superman when you watch some of those movies, some people get somewhat of a bad taste in their mouth. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying some of the when we you gotta talk about the average consumer, not not the not the people who got nerd culture, because yeah, we're we're a facet of it, but we're not the ones that make the world go round. Mm-hmm. Well, if we go watch a movie, even though we watch it ten times, if the other general public doesn't go watch it, uh, things aren't gonna get made. Yeah. And so the thing is, like some of the some of the DC movies, if you talk to some people and you go, hey, are you gonna go watch the DC movie? A lot of the time you hear people go, oh, I don't know, I might, but then you hear people go, are you gonna go watch that Marvel movie? Like. Guardians of the Galaxy or something, people go, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to be there. 
I'm gonna watch Endgame. And so you, I'm not saying that they don't watch it, but you hear somewhat of a hesitation. Now, lately things have been changing. I'm not saying that it's always been like that, but lately things have been changing. You've got now like uh, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, now the new Shazam. Like they're starting to get things into their belt where people are starting to get that confidence again to go, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'll go watch a DC movie. Now you got James Gunn doing the the new Suicide Squad, right? So the more you you what, build be good, some kind of the Suicide Squad, yeah, exactly. But the more good faith you build with that the more of a chance that another person is going to take a chance on a movie. The studio is going to go, yeah, we'll make that. Deadpool, a funny rated R superhero movie, yeah, they're going to make more. Well, I, I do think that Marvel is definitely doing that too because Marvel for a while like was afraid to take a oh, chance yeah, on but, these weird yeah, directors. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. But like, and you know, like there was... All Taika Waititi's hitting it out of the yeah. park. James Gunn's hitting it out of the park. The they're, like, they're, they're doing James it. James Gunn, Taika Waititi, like all these guys are like kind of now getting a lot more yeah. free reign. Whereas before, like there was all that drama where yeah. Edgar Wright basically had to leave Ant Man because they yeah, weren't giving. Yeah, and, and but that's that's what I'm saying. As long as a movie can make success in those, in the terms that are are like they're doing it, then they'll give it more of a chance to make a second one, uh, a third one. And I'm not saying the same movie, but in that in that vein of things, if Judge Dredd did, did well, there could have been another style of Judge Dredd that came out. And I'm talking about sooner in that time frame, instead of well, we're gonna wait another five six years before we. Try again, or ten years, or I, we're gonna wait till that that taste washes well, out of people's mouths. Oh, real quick, I agree yeah. with you on all that. I think the biggest issue is it just came out too soon. Yeah, yeah, it was because it was what is it? Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. It was ahead of its time. Yeah, if that movie came out nowadays, so people would have watched it. Yeah, yeah. people would have went out yeah. of the way. Well, it's, we just got Avengers that year, mm -hmm. so yeah. everybody's like Avenger that Mania. Was the Avengers, yeah. and that, that was, was the end of the thing. Nolan trilogy. So that was like kind of like you know the end of the kind of getting us ready for grittier superheroes. Mm -hmm. The Nolan trilogy. I also say so we talk about like how like getting people ready and stuff. Like one I always think of is Blade Runner. Blade Runner like changed science fiction and made it like this gritty like neo noir thing that like everybody's doing this cyberpunk fiction now that is just cribbed from Blade Runner. You see it everywhere. And Blade Runner though it lost a shit ton of money at the box office. They eventually made a, the sequel that came out like thirty five years later or something like that. And that failed at the box office too. It's because they both the Blade Runner movies were these like singular visions that didn't have like they didn't like like okay what's gonna make money? They were just like no we're gonna make a movie that's good. And I would rather see like a movie that gets underrated or fails or whatever, and you don't see a sequel than having a but movie that's not. But the thing is, it would put us out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, 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 I get that, no, no, and it's cool. But what I'm saying is like you also want them to have. I'm not saying be a billion dollar box office, but you want to see some kind of success because it will be 35 years before. I want to see a good movie succeed. An, yeah, no, what I, want, but, I want to see, I want to see yeah. Dread succeed. No, no, and I, and I get it, and I get it. But what I'm saying is, like, if they don't, what what I was trying to say is, if they do well, you'll get another Dread, like another type of Dread. One, if one, they don't do somewhat well, then you're not. Now, I and I get it. You don't want to change anything, but I'm not saying compromise the movie in a sense of uh, uh, changing its its dynamic, changing what it says, changing its feeling. It's more like. Is there a way to be able to attract maybe a little bit more attention gotta, without 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 like, giving away too much? No, but that's much. like the, like we oh we gotta have a five quadrant movie. What are we doing? No, I think it comes down to the sense movie. that we're always gonna have this 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 happen of underrated movies, and it sucks. And it's like for every movie that is is made perfect and gets recognition, there's gonna be five different that should also get recognition. I think it's just it's just the whole way of of how movies go and how entertainment goes is like you know there's always going to be that one like one got out and one became this hit uh, while you know five more are left in the dust even though they shouldn't they shouldn't have been for the same reasons and i think it's just that luck of the draw kind of situation well and i think like a lot of times you do if you do try and compromise and do that it doesn't always work look at justice league 
that was a movie that were like, okay, Zack Snyder had this vision, and it might have been good or it might have been bad, you know? I know there's people like, hashtag release the Snyder Cut, but a lot of stuff did just come out about, like, his original plans that would have, and it sounded more interesting. It's not, there's no Snyder Cut, because he didn't ever shoot this movie, but, Mm -hmm. like, reshot it all with, like, Joss Whedon trying, like, be, like, more, like, family-friendly, more, it's gonna be more appealing to people, and that movie, like, bombed. That movie lost money. That movie made less money than any of the movies, than any of the other DC movies. Yeah. Even Suicide Squad made more money than that. Yeah, so I think the moral of the story for us is that filmmakers make the movie that you you want, and, yeah. you know, even though it doesn't make make you rich, it'll, it'll at least, like, for just us, to, like... Yeah, it, just appreciate the art you we'll have, yeah. yeah, we'll have some... You'll have some appreciation somewhere. Yeah, make your movie, and I'd <laughs> say, you know, don't... Like, oh, I'll put this into that, you know this group will like it or it'll make some money like just make mm-hmm. it yeah you may I mean you're gonna find the audience you're gonna find obviously what I like is different from what you like mm-hmm. and what, what you feel that someone put into it I feel that you know they put into it fine but I mean it's it's always yeah it's always gonna be a subjective thing that's why you get that's why you have people talking in podcasts <laughs> yeah exactly like honestly do you guys see the reputation of this movie becoming because I, I feel like you talk to people, not a lot of people who've seen it, but everyone who has seen it loves it. I've never met anybody who said, oh, I didn't like that dread. Yeah, I think it's like once people like, it gets on their uh-huh radar, it, it, people tend to like it. I think they, especially if it's like without any pressure of like, you know, it's just like, oh, this movie's popped up on my queue. Let me see it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, it's Emily a movie that I think, you know, as more people see it, and, you know, people hear about it or they listen to a podcast about it, they'll be like, oh, I should watch that. Everybody who's told me it's really good. And, or, like, a lot of people are like, oh, like, I, th- I didn't like the Stallone one, but let me let me check this one out, you know? So I think it's it's getting more and more popular. I think if that, especially if that Netflix series happens, a lot of people are going to see, oh, what's this Netflix thing? Oh, let me go check out this movie that it's based on, and I think it's going to really turn around. I, with, yeah. Like, also what we're talking about, like, with R-rated superhero movies kind of becoming more of the normal, more popular now, there's going to be people who are willing to revisit it. And I think it would actually be beneficial uh, as a Netflix show. I mean, especially mm-hmm. if they keep the same format of a day in the life of kind of situation of it. It could basically be a comic book police procedure. Yeah. And I think that's a really cool, innovative, like, concept. And it would actually be, like... Especially on a platform of Netflix, that's always looking for that, that kind of different style. Yeah, it would be a definitely, definitely a good fit for it. But I think uh, that that about does it. But thanks, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, hit, go ahead and uh, hit that subscribe button, uh, whatever podcast app you're listening on. We'd really appreciate it. Um, we've got new episodes coming out every two weeks for you guys. Um, so you know, give us that rating and review too. Especially if you can do us a five-star rating on iTunes, that really helps a lot. Um, it has to do with all these different algorithms, algorithms and stuff. I can say that word. Um, once again, guys, we are Undercast Company. Um, we're made up of Ariel Ortiz from Nerd Incorporated. Thanks for being amazing. Uh, we've got Fred and Alan Torres from yep. District Six. Take it easy, everybody. Uh, I'm Derek McDuff. Uh, you guys can find my stuff on uh, stuff websites like Watch Mojo or check out um, a new Marvel podcast as well that we've all been on. Or you know, find any of us on Instagram. Uh, and we'll be back with another podcast soon, so stay tuned.